0: Brady Smith, DDS. Holla at Brady Smith.
1: I'm drilling down, down, down. I'm getting
2: deeper. I'm looking round, round, round. Like a midnight beeper. Is it it's made of cheese? If I dig straight through on this big Chinese, I got some questions. You got some answers. Listeners, thank you for joining us Uh, again. This is Drilled with Dr. Brady Podcast and I am Dr. Brady and it's great to be here. Uh, We got an awesome guest. We're going to introduce her in just a second. But before I get into that, I know that there are some people waiting on our big giveaway announcement. I am working on those nominations and those should be out maybe by the time this episode comes out. But it's uh, going to be awesome. We have six dentists who are helping us out with these nominations. And, um, so it just is a lot of organization and logistics. So thank you for, for being so patient. I know I've gotten a lot of emails from people wondering where their nominations are at. And, uh, I just want everyone to know we're going through all of them and lots of them are being read by the dentists many times over so that we can try to make the best choice that we can. And for those who aren't chosen, Uh, For this round, just remember, we do it again in six months. So uh, around May of 2020, we will open nominations back up again. And feel free to nominate the same people if they haven't been chosen. And uh, we're really excited to start really ramping this up. One other announcement for all my listeners. Uh, Recently, I got a lot of emails about this. Uh, A lot of people asking uh, how... Uh, it came about, for those who don't know, I was mentioned on Joe Rogan's podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, and he talked about me for about uh, two or three minutes, and people are like emailing me like, hey, how'd, how'd that come about? So just really quickly for those who are interested, um, uh, Joe Rogan had a guest whose name is Bert Kreischer, who knows of me because we have a mutual friend who is Jessa Reed, and she's a comic. And for those who don't know, I did a lot of free work for Jessa Reed uh, uh, maybe a year, maybe two years ago. Uh, anyway, Bert Kreischer knows about me and he was talking about me and Joe thought, uh, what we were doing was so cool that he mentioned, uh, he wanted to know my name. And, and so he asked Bert to, uh, to, uh, find out my name and then Bert couldn't do it. And then, uh, J- Joe Rogan's, uh, uh, sidekick guy, Jamie, found out our, my name and, and was able to, they were t- they talked about me for a second. You can go check out Joe Rogan's latest episode. It's the one with uh, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, and Ari Shafir on it, and uh, they're just shooting the breeze, and they bring us up and talk about us, so we were super excited. Anyway, for those wondering, that's kind of how that all went down. Now, uh, to the main focus of what we are doing today, we have an amazing dentist to chat with us about, honestly one of the most important things to me about Drilled Podcasts, and that is convincing more dentists to do free work, which is something that she's passionate about. And it's something that I'm passionate about. And I just learned this in our pre-chat, which made me think we were, it was it was destiny for us to meet each other. Dr. Emily Latran, thank you for joining us.
0: Oh, thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. It's my absolute honor to, to join you and to be able to chat with your audience and, and share my passion, which is one of them is to make a difference in the world, to create impact from exactly where you are.
2: That's, that's amazing. And you've been at this far longer than I have. You are uh, 26 years into your dental career, you told me. You went to UCLA dental school. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I understand. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Emily, your accolades are like a CVS receipt. They are so long and there's so much, (laughs) there's so much going on here with you. You got a master's in biology while you were, um, in dental school. Uh, you're a mother, you're an author, you're a speaker. And did I just see on Facebook that you got some kind of lifetime achievement award? Is that correct?
0: Yes. Yes. Tell, so I was, tell me about uh, that. <laughs> well, I'm very honored to be uh, to be chosen as one of um, the top 100 dentists.
2: It's uh, awesome.
0: chosen by the um, a global summit. Um, some of them, you know, when you see the names, you would you would recognize, like Dr. Arun Garn, who is a um, a genius and a trailblazer yeah. in implant dentistry. And okay. um, so, I I, I think. Um, you know, it it for one thing is to be chosen by your peers, right? Mm-hmm. And to be recognized. And what I'm recognizing is actually for leadership and entrepreneurship, which is you know, this is that that's beyond your day to day dentistry, what you do every day. And I and I'm really, really honored because of that because sometimes you know, the the dent- part is what you you sort. Of, you have to do anyway. You do that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the passion. It's what you do beyond that to create the impact, to make a difference. um and and I think that's where the leadership and the entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurship is being recognized because you know, we can always provide for ourselves, right?
1: Yeah, and definitely
0: um, and make a little impact in the community. But when we think bigger, like just like in our pre chat, and we and we talk about how to get the whole industry to to give just from wherever they are just from their daily schedule whether mm-hmm. they just help one person that is in a difficult time um, you know and and and, and I, I want to share with you something real quick is because I've been a dentist for 26 years and I have my own practice since
1: 1997
0: mm-hmm. and um, you know, back in around 2008, when we had that recession, which yes. is obviously my, my, first, re- <laughs> my first recession, <laughs> I remember some patients coming in and saying, This is like 1929 or whatever it is. You know, they're calling me, uh, they, they're telling me, and they're explaining things to me. I mean, I have families who come in that they've been perfectly fine. They pay all the bills, they, they could afford all the treatment. And they come in and they just say, You know, I can't do it this month. Uh, i'm gonna put that treatment on hold right and that was the first time that i'm exposed to that where where i know that that things just happen yeah um, there's a shift in somebody's life and and if you're there at that moment and you have the ability to help to ease the pain to to help them through that difficult time um, then stretch yourself a little bit and do that and And I remember very specifically telling that mom just don't worry about it right that mm-hmm. that that's all i said i just I just said, don't worry about it yeah. and the next thing you know, you know they got the job back, they come back in they 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 have their insurance, they're back to normal now if i had to if I were to judge them at that time and not really not really give them that help um you know, that would that would be that would be really bad, right? And and yeah. of course in hindsight we see these things. At the moment it, it's us asking ourselves, what can I do? And since we are the professionals and we are providing the services, what we can do is just give away that service. And yeah. because because she never did ask. She she never said, can you no. do this for free? She yeah. never she never did. She just said, you know, I'm I'm in a difficult time and you know, I just can't do this right now. And then I just, I just offer. And throughout the years, um, and, and we'll touch on my story a little bit, but throughout the years I've done, I've done stuff like that.
1: Right. Right. I had,
0: yeah. I had, a, I had a mom come in and she said, well, I can't make this, this month ortho payment because my son is going, um, on a trip. They, he's in, he's part of the band at school Okay, and the whole band is going, I think to Florida. Um, to to perform, and she needed to save her money for the kid because the airplane ticket was, I don't remember how much.
1: Yeah.
0: And I I wrote her a check for $1,000. Wow. And I, did, and I just said, you know, I think this is going to be enough for his ticket and maybe for a couple of other kids.
2: You took it up a and level. Did. You took it up a notch.
0: I, 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 yes, I took it up a notch. Yeah, because, you did. Because imagine if you're in a band... Yeah. You want all your friends to be with you, right. right? Totally. I mean that's just that's just how it is. And it has nothing to do. I mean it has nothing to do with dentistry. And and I'm blessed <laughs> right. to be, I'm blessed to be able to do that, right? Um yeah. because of the support from other pit from the patients and from the community. And and, and you know, sometimes I think about those things and, and part of it is because I came to this country as a refugee. Mm. Um, back in 1981 from Vietnam. And so when we came here, we literally have nothing. Right. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I, I remember sleeping on the floor
1: wow. for several
0: years, but there, there were 10 of us in the two bedroom apartment. So oh, man. we just can't put all the beds in the yeah. two bedroom apartment. Yeah. There were four of us on the floor and I was one of them. So you
2: were one of 10.
0: <laughs> yeah. It isn't a little extended family, a little
2: extended family too, but my, still that yeah. is, that is tight yeah. quarters
0: yes yes 10 of us um i remember waking up every morning at 5 30 to go deliver newspaper you know back in the days when people were still reading newspapers so you wake up in the morning and, totally. and they nope. drop the paper you know and then you wrap it and you ride your bike around the neighborhood to deliver yeah, and definitely and it's ra- rain or shine right um you get wet and you still have to like go to school so so I where did you where did
2: you um, when you moved here from Vietnam where did you land where what what what's state? uh state
0: I I was first in uh, we landed first in New Orleans okay uh, Louisiana yeah uh, that was a that was a tough city <laughs> you know, really, really big city back then there wasn't a lot of public transportation okay you know so so basically wherever we go we're just walking
2: just walking everywhere yeah <laughs> Yeah. And then
0: uh, six months after that, we moved to California. We moved um, to, you know, like a friend's house. And and that's where I've been since uh, ni- 1982 now, in California.
2: Now, maybe um, you'll have to forgive any of my ignorance, but in 1981, what was going on in Vietnam that created the situation where you needed some kind of like asylum? from? Is it like an asylum? Yeah. Is that what the refugees would seek as asylum?
0: Yes. In the yes. United so, States
2: from, from the country of Vietnam. Can you yes, t- tell, yes. for those who don't understand, me included, what was going on in the like the political climate or just your environment that created the need for your family to, to leave and come here?
0: Well, yeah. So in 1975 is when the Vietnam War ended. Okay. And the Americans left. So the communists took over. And I mean, it's exactly like what you see in in the movie where you stand in line um, to try mm. to buy food or supplies, um, they ration everything, right? You have okay. how many people in your family? This is how much you're going to get? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so as a, as a kid, I, I used to stand in one of those lines.
1: Wow. Um, whether, wow. Whether
0: I'm getting old rice or I'm getting stale bread for the family. And then in 1981, Vietnam was going to go to war with uh, China in the north. I didn't even and know And Cambodia and okay. Cambodia the West. Um, this is when, I mean, if you've ever had a chance to watch the movie, The Killing Field, that's that's the war in Cambodia. Oh. So Vietnam decided to invade Cambodia um, to to help fight off the, the Pol Pot, in, you know, the people in the movie. Yeah. And so they were drafting all the young men again to go to war. So at that time, a lot of people who don't want to get involved in another war a lot of young men who don't want to be drafted, yeah, um, they were escaping. You know the 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 country.
2: And was that illegal to do?
0: It was illegal to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: we basically escape in a in a little boat in a in a little fishing boat, wow. and um, wow. in, I mean this is where you you if you look up you see um they talk about boat people, right? Boat it, people, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like an exodus, um, and. So we we were on the ocean for seven days.
2: Oh my were, gosh!
0: Yeah, there were two two days with food and five days with sips of water. Oh my goodness! And don't ask me how I live. I, I think <laughs> I think when you when you have to, you will, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and and I mean, I, I don't think I would necessarily be able to put my kid on a boat like that nowadays oh my but, but i think when we had no choice when when the parents had no choice and they knew if the kids would make it there's the future yeah right because yeah when when you stay back you're living with a communist and you know big brother basically to to make it real simple it's right so yeah. so i mean over there if you have extra and you want to give You wouldn't be able to because then people are going to say, you're rich. You must be doing something wrong. You must be, you know, accepting primary or you must be you know, taking advantage of other people. Because the idea of communists is everybody got to be the same.
2: Well, and and, you know what's interesting? And I don't want to get too political. We don't really get too political on my podcast. But I do believe, I do believe that there's a problem when the society is run by a government like that. What suffers is charitable service. Charitable service kind of ceases to exist. You can't afford to do charitable service, and if you can't afford to be seen giving charitable service, it's almost like that, right? So, you know, um, when you talk about the welfare state or wherever you're at, it's just—it's so important that people like you and me, and even non-dentists, obviously, people of all walks of life, learn the value of giving of your time and service and what that offers to not only you personally, as far as fulfillment, but also to your community and to your children and to the people who surround you because it's contagious and people learn the value of that. And they, they learn there is some personal benefit to, to, to giving back and being charitable. And that's what's so amazing about, our pre-chat is that you have also uh, see. I think, I honestly think that uh, people's brains just aren't wired for this, and they don't naturally yeah. think this way, right? Yeah. And so I'm so glad <laughs> glad that you are you are one less dentist that I have to convince <laughs> that this <laughs> is this is the way, this is how you do it. Um, and one thing I've shared a lot of my podcast uh, and uh, uh, for my listeners, they all. I do a lot of free work Mm -hmm. and I started, I've started to keep track of, um, the referrals that I get from, and and I want to be very clear. This is not the reason that I do this. I've, uh, I've been doing free work for long before the podcast came along as a way of changing a trajectory that I was on where I, I did not like my job. And I, and I, uh, I don't know, Emily, if you've heard of dentists who get five years into their career and they hate their job, but it's a very it's a very difficult 180 to try to pull. It's it's really difficult to try to get off this this trajectory, and, and so I had mm-hmm. to find ways to change how I felt because I didn't feel like I liked what I did. And charitable service was one of the very crucial things. So what I found though is that um, we get all these referrals from people. And that is a sign of trust. And as far as dentists are concerned, I don't think there's a currency more valuable than having the trust of an individual. So when you talk about uh, a patient comes in and, uh, hey, I can't make the ortho payment this month. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't, I'm not going to be able, I know I need this procedure, but I just can't do it. And then you tell them, hey, I got this one. You just keep coming in. I got it this time. I doubt that I doubt that patient's ever going to go anywhere else except for Emily Latran is that person's dentist. How, what do you think about that?
0: Yes. And you know, so, and the reason I share a little bit of my story is so when we first came here, we only, we just take, because people just give us, right? Because we don't have anything. Yeah. And, And to be able to receive and you feel like, you need to give back at some point, point. Sure. and so I made the decision back then that when I can, I'm going to start giving back. And as as you know, I went to UCLA, and UCLA is very big about community. Yeah. So we have we have free clinics on Saturdays. Whether it's uh, we call it Asian clinics when we went to Chinatown and treated the Asian kids, okay. and then and then we in Venice we we had uh, Latino clinics. So we have the Hispanic kids come. You know, and and so all of a sudden you see yourself in that position where, you know, what I I could give myself, meaning you know my service, right? Yeah. I may not have the money per se, but but as a student I could give that service. To if I if I participate in that free clinic I could give that service, and then once I have my office, and I see that you know maybe maybe it's the it's the Girl Scout that come in, and yeah. She really want to give Mick whatever ring. I don't know whatever <laughs> ring. <whatever rang. laughs> but I'm just gonna buy all her cookies. And I'm not gonna give her the money, right? I'll buy her cookies, and then I'll give the cookies to other people.
1: It's perfect. Right? So yeah. So
0: right, right. And but but the thing is, I realize that we are in that position where people are coming to us to yeah. ask for that help or ask for that support. Yeah. Right. And. And it's a whole lot easier for us to just open up our heart or our wallet or whatever and, and say yes. Because we know, even if we give the money um, or the time or the service, we are capable of just replenishing, right? right. Because, because we're not working for someone. When you have to ask for permission, we we are our own boss.
2: That's what's great. And I've, also, I've often drawn – I've also drawn the uh, – and you'll probably agree with this – our, our uh, medical doctor friends in the health profession community do not have the luxury that dentists, right. that dentists have if I'm an orthopedic surgeon or a heart surgeon, the amount of hoops it takes me to do a free surgery even if I want to do it I don't right. own the operatory room you know I don't right. the operate the op- mm-hmm. operation room I don't own it I don't own the equipment I don't own any of the supplies all I have is my skills but basically all your equipment's rented from a hospital, typically. Right, so right, right. So we right, find right. ourselves in this amazing, op, you know, this amazing situation where a lot of us run the show, and that allows us this opportunity that actually doesn't exist in a lot of the healthcare. Right, right,
0: right. right. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's what I, um, just like our, in our pre-chat I mentioned, I find myself that if I can create that position of, authority or expertise or influence, then I want to spread that message to to our dental colleague or our health professionals colleagues, right? Yeah. Especially if you have your own practice, you have your own clinic, even if you're working for someone, let's say you're an associate doctor. Yeah. If you you find it in your heart that you need to help, um, all you need is ask, right? Because you're not asking for yourself. Right. You're asking, you're asking to help somebody else. And uh, I, I had a, a periodontist, uh gum specialist, who uh, worked with me years ago, and he just came in one day and he just said, oh, by the way, this patient is coming in and I'm doing four quadrant of surgery. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. So
0: we're just going to take this uh, 90 minutes and do this four quadrant surgery, and we're going to do this for free. And I'm just looking at him and I said, okay. If,
2: That's amazing. If,
0: if If you choose to do that, it's okay with me because... Because all I'm giving is the space. Right. Right. Yeah. And because the patient was local, I think he worked at another office and he saw that patient and he decided to ask the patient to come to my office where he could provide a free service. And, and for me, you know, anything you can do to help, um, as long as you understand, you know, the other part of your business is for profit. You run it yeah. so that you can sustain your business and you can give more. Right. But when you make the decision that you're gonna you're gonna give today, give it to a patient, give it to a group, whatever you want to do. Um, so I, I do the free dentistry for veterans and families of disadvantaged background. Yeah. So um, you know, a- any veterans who come in, um, I did a I did a general practice residency at the VA in Loma Linda, California, for a year. So I know, even though you're veterans. It doesn't mean you can get stuff done, right? <laughs> you
2: got, oh, it's it, extremely it, it, difficult for veterans yeah, to get right. to get any kind of health care, but definitely dental. Dental is so tough for our for our for our vets, for right,
0: sure. Right, right, right. So mm-hmm. I, I already I learned about the classifications back then, where somebody come in and you say, Oh, okay, you need five things and the front desk just said uh, he doesn't qualify. He is whatever class right yeah so yeah he's not a POW and so we can't do anything for him that's it you know we, we do the exam we do the screening but we can't do anything for him and and i think when we whenever we able to um i encourage people to just have that mentality of abundance
2: um yeah that's and, and it's so amazing because let me ask you this when your periodontist turns to you and says hey Dr. Latran, we're going to do this free surgery today. Like, I don't know about you, but I get super excited about going to work and doing something for free for someone. If I know I got one of my free cases coming in, like, I can't get to work fast enough. I, I want to be there. And that was a major change because before I started doing charitable service, I would see certain people, and all I think all dentists can relate to this, certain names on my schedule that I just dread. I'm just like, Oh, I don't want to see, I can't see that person again. I just don't want to be there. Or maybe for me also, one of the issues was, um, certain people I worked with, I didn't like working with them. And it's so strange because I was the boss. Like I could fire them whenever I want. And I didn't, I dealt with it and I drug my feet, and I couldn't make the hard decision of either training the person to change or replacing that individual, and it really took a toll on me, but once I started doing this charitable service, if I have one of my free... like Today, I worked a 12-hour shift, and around 5 o'clock, a gentleman came in who we know each other on Instagram. We've never met in person, but we've had a lot of conversations back and forth. Just the coolest dude. And I was super excited to meet him today because he he had won one of our $500 giveaways. And, okay. it was, and he was coming in and we did a free crown and a free filling on him today. And I was excited for that literally all day long. I looked forward to it. It got me through my day. And without that, you know, maybe I still, you know get myself and muscle through a 12-hour shift. But I'm telling you, there's this light that that comes from from having that uh that exist in your practice. Have you felt that same way about like just the excitement that surrounds like I know you said um you do a free day of dentistry once a month where you open up your clinic to, to people to choose and you mentioned big things that are like you know that incur lab costs and you get your labs involved you said that mm-hmm. that they'll do a, a, cr- a crown or you'll do bigger procedures do you get excited for that day or tell me tell me how you feel going into that day
0: oh yeah yeah I get excited for that day my staff get excited for that day
2: the staff do too absolutely yeah, yes
0: I, I, I make my kids get involved Um, when 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 it happened to be on during the summer, um, I have the kids come in. Yeah. The kids come in. That's amazing. The kids help the patient. Yeah, because the, the patient have a particular form, you know, um, so we have the patient fill out those form because they're not going to fill out an extended since I since I do only the basic dentistry, so it, it's a different form and, and if there's a line, then we get the kids to walk down the line and yeah. collect the forms, you know, and we yeah. take pictures, we take video. I mean, for me, it's it's all about creating the culture, right? Yes, and and I want to say the culture for giving because if you could do that, I mean, honestly, I would rather be known as that than the most the best dentist, you know, <laughs> the best right. hands or whatever it is. Um, I, I tell you, I have um I have a patient comes in once a year. I mean, he comes in for his regular treatment, but at the beginning of the year, he'll come in. And he would be asking for a couple hundred dollars, uh, donation to either the baseball team or the soccer team, whatever his grandson is playing.
2: Okay, right? okay. And
0: at the end of the season, he would come in with a plaque, right? That the the, the team won whatever it is, right? Yeah. Whatever the, the, the season. Yeah. And I would give him a nail and a hammer and I show him a space on the wall, and then you can go put it on wherever you want. So he has his own space.
2: That's cool. He got a,
0: he got a wall. I mean, it's all it's all these teams. Yeah. And, and here's a, I think this is the coolest thing. The kid is not even my patient.
2: Yeah.
0: Just the grandpa is my patient.
1: Interesting. And, and when, you're
0: mm-hmm. ta- when you're talking about giving and you're talking about touching somebody's life, Sometimes what you're helping is you're helping the person that that your patient care about. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so you gotta look, you gotta look beyond. Sometimes it's not the person right in front of you. Sometimes it's somebody that they that they care about. I had another patient. Um, her house got burned out. Mm. and she mentioned that to the staff, and we were just. I mean, it's, it's too big of a thing, Huge but what thing. I did is that I, I sent out an email, and I asked the patients to donate money, and I said, whatever you donate, I'm going to match, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> so we, we, uh, we collected a certain amount of money. We gave it to the patients, right? And then we, we were doing a referral contest to give away a TV, a big screen TV,
1: Okay.
0: and she won. And she won. Right.
1: Wow. And
0: so we were we were really excited for her. You know, yeah. she's
2: coming
0: in to get the new TV, and she told us, "Oh, I'm so excited to get this TV. I'm going to go and donate this to City of Hope."
2: Wow. Which
0: is a hospital. Yeah. And we were just okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, you just pay it for. I mean, people are- <laughs> and and. Yeah, go ahead.
0: It, it, it just you know you, you start that chain of reaction. You start people mm-hmm. to, to to think that way, and and I would hope that people just carry on like that. When when you see that you be able to to give and to be, you know, charitable um, without asking for something back in return. Sure. Um, to to just do it, and 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 because sometimes people think like a lot of our dentist friends, in general, they think. Oh, I want to help. I better go on a dental mission. You know, you know what I'm saying. Oh, oh I know. I know exactly for,
2: what you're saying. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm going to wait for CDA cares when it happened, whenever. And for me, I don't want to wait to do that once a year to go to CDA cares. I right. just do it in my office. I just give it to whatever, whoever patient. Absolutely. That it, who's, in the, who's in the chair that that I feel the calling? I feel. You know, you feel inspired.
2: You feel inspired. Yeah. Yeah. You feel yes, the inspiration yes, so. to say this this is the person that needs it. Right. And I'm gonna give it to them.
0: Right, right. And, and you don't need and to go,
2: what... you don't need to go to the Dominican Republic or some right. foreign country. You don't need to fly a thousand miles. Every dentist has uh-huh. people they see every single day. Every dental yes. office has people who genuinely are good people can't afford what they need, or they're taking care of other people first and they're putting their own needs last. And, right. and, uh, so you mentioned a culture, what, what stops this from being a big part of the dental culture? Cause I say right now that this is enough dentists making impactful, uh, service. It's not happening. And I don't believe it's happening enough. I don't think enough dentists, um, are, are taking up the kind of calling that, that you are, that you, that you are. So what stops people dentists or just people in general from not giving of their services and their skills and their talents what do you think what are the the barriers
0: i i think one of the one of the barriers is the limiting mindset um the the mindset of of scarcity i'm i'm going to i'm going to do this for this patient but this this patient is doesn't have money and this patient may not come back ever right mm-hmm. and I don't even know if this patient is gonna refer somebody to me you, you know what I mean like the yeah. questions or I'm mean, not the questions but the the, the thought process that I'm gonna spend this much chair time I'm gonna I maybe I incur lab costs or whatever it is um, but what do I get in return kind of thing right because you have that limiting mindset that whatever you do you need to get something back in return rather than right. I'm just and I'm just gonna give it. It doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna give because I just you know it's the calling or I the, feel inspired. The
2: giving it. is what is right. the, is is what you get in return. Like that is like right the right, right. mentality right. to have.
0: Right and and but sometimes what happened is if you've never given then you never felt that you you never felt yeah. the power of that and and once you once you've done it. And you realize that, you know what, it goes by so fast. I, I don't even, I don't remember spending 30 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever on that patient. Right, right.
1: right.
0: I'm not really losing the production or the time, the value of the time. When, because you're, you're more about the heart. You're more about the sharing. You're well, more about the giving. And you forget. And you empower the person.
2: Yeah, and you forget the 30 minutes or 45 minutes. because, And this is one of the points right. I like to make. You forget that as the dentist. But the patient right. does not forget that. The patient goes home because if you do a root canal for someone or if you do a crown, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, you just saved them $1,000, $1,200, $1,500. You made an impact. And for you, it's it's so incredible because I. this is so amazing because one of the things I like to tell people is that for me – to do a free root canal, it doesn't move the needle for me at all. I don't I don't feel it financially. It's not a big deal as far as my time commitment to do that. And I don't feel that it moves the needle for me. But for my patient, it moves the needle. It's it's a big deal uh, to them, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, I want to share a story for you, uh, okay. with you. Um, it, it was one of those free dentistry day. This is when we were doing it once a year. So we started out doing once a year, one in each office. Okay. And then we changed it to once a month, uh, like in between the two offices, you know, like this month is this office, next month the other one.
1: Yeah.
0: I had a patient one time. I remember we start at seven. We usually start at nine. We're in Southern California. But when we do free dentistry day, we start at seven. And I remember getting there and this couple was the first one in line. And they drove an hour and a half.
1: Wow. To be.
0: And I look at the gentleman and it was this really difficult extraction. <laughs> <laughs> and I usually have an oral surgeon that comes into my office. So I'm looking at him and I go, okay, this is not going to be fun. You know, to start with this one, you know, you know, it's the kind of tooth that, you know, you touch it, it's going to break. And then right. you touch it, it's going to break. Okay, well, uh, it's, it's, one, it's one of those. Right? Yeah.
2: I know those very right. well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I took a while and I'm thinking I, I felt so bad. I, I'm thinking this person drove an hour and a half and then got stuck in my chair because I'm not real fast with this. You know, I just, I just felt really, really bad. And um, so, they, you know, they thank you and they left. And, and I remember because they specifically told the staff they drove an hour and a half. Yeah, And, you know, they came back a couple months after that because they both got jobs and I think he spent twelve thousand.
2: Wow! Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, having multiple implants. Wow! And I'm thinking I don't think I made such a good impression. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: trying to wrestle <laughs> that too. Turn
2: out. The, yeah. The, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but that's why I say I don't for for the patients or for the people you touch. They're not looking at your clinical skill. No. They're looking at your heart.
1: Exactly. They're looking at your heart. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. While I was doing that, I was thinking maybe I should just close this and have him come back when the old surgeon is here. But I felt bad because he drove an hour and a half. I can't send him home. Yeah. Without having having done that, and it doesn't mean that when I do that, I expect that kind of return, right? What What, I, what I'm saying is is he sees through. The, you know, he he saw me through that, and that's why he came back, and that's why he supported. Yeah. And because he really, I mean, he didn't have to drive an hour and a half
1: to right. come see me. Definitely, yeah.
0: that's the. There's plenty of dentists he could see, and and I want to share that with. It's not just with our dental colleagues, but with everybody. Um, you, you never know who you touch. Right. You never know how. You never know how much you actually touch them. And so, when you have that that opportunity and that privilege to do that, just just do it. Yeah. Just just touch them. Yeah.
2: yeah. And you what's interesting, I have very, very similar stories. And it's so interesting to me to me that the people the people like you, and in my experience as well, when you put these principles into practice, that you have such similar outcomes. One of the very first recipients of one of our big, huge full mouth giveaways, I started to keep track of the analytics of who's Mm -hmm. who's because I started to get a lot of referrals say hey I know her Mm -hmm. you did this awesome case for her because here's the thing I did when our first giveaway was probably about a 25 30 thousand dollar job and 100 Mm percent free for that patient that's to her it was like winning the lottery it was it was an amazing opportunity and if you won the lottery who do you tell Everybody, Everybody. you know, every, you go to church, you tell everyone at church, you go to the grocery store, you're telling everybody. And with her, Mm -hmm. it was in her teeth and she made made such a huge difference in her teeth and her smile that everyone, I mean, even people she didn't tell, they were asking about her and I lost track at $10,000 of referrals. So I started keeping track of all the referrals and how much money they were paying and what that actually resulted in. And again, this wasn't the reason. These are just really fascinating right. findings, really fascinating uh, occurrences that happened as a result that I started to notice. And like you notice this person you, you helped out and you, you had to muscle this tooth out for an hour for, you know, for, for a while, for 45, minutes. 45 minutes, that's a long time. That, that gets you tired. <laughs> that'll get you, that'll, that'll be your exercise for the day. Um, and we, we've all, all the, you know, all the dentists listening, we've all been there, but right. that, that person was so uh, impressed by you that when they had the money, that's that's who they wanted to come to, was you. And they drove an hour and a half once and they did it again to come see you again. So, and these are the things, the other thing that happens when people, when you find people, individuals like yourself who put this in practice, you mentioned that you used to do this once a year in both your practices. And all of a sudden, magically, you started doing it once a month. And I think that that's also something that's super impactful as you're listening to this. If you don't do something like this, once you talk to people who do, you realize they start doing more of it, not less of it. It it almost never Mm -hmm. is something you say, well, I do enough. I'm going to stop. No, because you mentioned there's a power. And I think it's super powerful and empowering to us as dentists. And do our patients. So it's like this equal amount of uplifting to every single person involved when you are offering these skills. And what do you do when you like something? You do it more. And so that's right. what you find. Yeah. And what your experience is, is the same as mine, is that when I started doing free stuff, I started doing stuff, you know, something here and there, a, a crown here, a couple fillings for someone. And I always started doing just a little bit, a little bit more dentistry than I was comfortable with. I intentionally would do something that made me a little uncomfortable, just a little more uh, than I would normally do until I got to full-fledged, full-on, uh, you know, all-on-four implant cases and, and you know implants and bridges and, and, and full mouth rehabilitations and all that kind of stuff. So um, I just think there's a lot to take home from your story if from the from the from the content of your story and even when you read between the lines when you realize why would Dr. Latran start doing once a month when she was already doing once a year that's enough that's a, that's amazing to do it once a year and i would guess i want well i'll ask you why did you start doing it once a month instead of once a year what what went well, behind that decision but,
0: well first of all is is access for the patients okay. right I, I don't want people to wait until When's your next free dentistry day? It's uh, it's in June or whatever, you right. know. Um, for that's for one thing, and, and for me, it's it's just something. It it's sometimes it's easier to do a little bit at a time, sure, than than to gear up to to do a whole day, right? Yeah. Um, because if, if I can touch life once a month, why do I want to wait until that one time? Right, right. If you can help people today, why do you have? To, no, today is not day I'm helping. It has to be next week.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I only help people on know. Wednesdays. That's the only <laughs> day. Only Wednesday. Right. Sorry, today's Tuesday. You right. have to come back tomorrow.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. So, so for me, it like I said, it become it become the mindset. It's become the culture, and and yep. hopefully, I'm I'm influencing other people. You know, you know what I mean. Like where, where the staff, you know. Imagine a patient up in the front saying something like, "Well, you know, the doctor is so expensive or whatever it is," and and imagine how well the staff will defend you if she knows how generous you actually are.
1: Oh my gosh. You know
0: what I'm saying? Oh my and, gosh! And yes. Just, and you don't have to say it. Or other patients, they they already know. Like like we do um free movie, uh we, we do an annual movie night for our patients and i just ran oh, out oh the that's theater. cool that's really cool and, you know yeah so the patients come and they get free popcorn and and free drink and they sit there and they watch a movie right yeah and and we get a chance to share with them what we're up to and what we've been doing and and things like that and it's just a chance to connect and and again people ask me all the time how much does it cost you you know like do you make back the money and i'm just thinking first of all Why can't I just share a great experience with my patients who are supporting me?
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Even if I don't make any money back, which I always do (laughs) for, for some reason, after the movie, those people just refer you more patients. And again, you're not doing it for that reason. You're doing it because you find... A, a reason to celebrate with your patients. And for me, right. summer's a great time. There's always a blockbuster or sure. or the Thanksgiving, we do patient appreciation dinner, that kind of a thing. But, but find, for me and for us, I think it's more find the opportunity to celebrate Yeah, with the people who support you. And then if they, if they support you a lot, they support you well, you have a chance to support the community. You have a chance to do like what you say, twenty, thirty thousand dollar case um, for somebody that, who may not, who may not be your patient, right? Mm-hmm. Like like a, like an unknown person that that just comes to you, to you, and you have the privilege to change their life.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you can't outrun. That's the that's what I've noticed, and you probably noticed this too. You can't you can't outpace the good things that come your way when you start mm-hmm. doing when you start getting involved with this. So when you say what happens with a lot of people. And I notice this too, is that, well, you feel like, well, I shouldn't be making money off this because, you know, I'm getting all these referrals and that's increasing my business. And now my business is as good as it's ever been. I'm getting all these word of mouth referrals. I need to do more. I didn't, I need to do more charity. I need to do more service like this. And then that just <laughs> continues to build and you get more and more people. And in my experience, you cannot outpace the good with, with, I mean, the the, the way it's received from the people will just result in all these good things and positive things happening to you that it's really, really difficult to even consider it a sacrifice. It just turns out, I mean, how can it be so... It can't be sacrificial if I'm benefiting so much f- from it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's incredible how true that principle proves itself over and over and over again. And it's shocking to me that anyone... The only people who who show resistance to that are people who have never tried it, and it's one of those things. It it does it does require a little bit of faith. That first step and just right. do a little bit, do as much as you can, and that's why I tell people, do whatever makes you just a little bit uncomfortable. Start there. What mm-hmm. makes you what makes you uncomfortable? A filling, a cleaning, pulling a tooth out for someone. Start there, then do that, and start with yeah.
0: that. I, I mean, for me, it was uncomfortable in the sense that. It's a walk-in day. It's walking all day.
2: Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That's and, un- that can and, be uncomfortable and, for and, sure.
0: And, yeah, and I think the first time we did it, it was like we show up and there's a line and we're just how many people are gonna be, <laughs> you know, you yeah. know, because you don't know. You right. You kind of you kind of say I'm gonna do from seven to four, but you just you just keep on going. Yeah, right. And, and you don't know who's gonna show up, so that's why I think if you do it from your heart you're gonna be fine. Yeah. If you do it because oh so and so is doing it, I guess I'm I should do it. You know, I hear that this will bring good or whatever That I, I think that could be the wrong reason. Right. Um but if you, but if you do it because you just wanna help and and yes, like you say, you have the faith that because I'm doing this out of good good things are going to happen. You yeah. know, like, yes, I will actually finish this thing. Yeah.
1: At and the
2: I, time. You, of thing. you know, here's the thing, Emily. I am so passionate about getting other dentists to start doing this that I don't care if they're doing it to get a lot of followers on social media or even if it's doing, mm-hmm. as. what I tell people is as long as you are making legitimate human impact, right. it, it doesn't matter if you're doing it to get popular or to get followers because you're doing something that's super impactful to individuals. And that's, that's super important. It's always, I think more genuine if you can uh, do it because it's the right thing to do and that's it. But even if you're doing it, even if you're doing there's, listen, there's a lot of things that people can do to get popular on social media that are probably not that great. And so if what you're doing is using your talents and skills to actually make a difference in someone's life. I honestly, from my opinion and from my judgment, I have zero. I don't care if that's, I don't care why you're doing it. I just care that you're doing it. And I think you'll find the right. reason and you'll find that power that you're talking about too. That power that, right. that, that comes with, with, uh, with getting involved and making a difference in someone's life simply because you are able to.
0: Yes, and and from our standpoint, with our profession, we are able to every single day.
2: So easy, it's we, so easy. We, we,
0: we, yes, and and I think uh, again, it's the, is the limiting belief that I'm gonna I'm gonna lose the production, I'm gonna lose the time, I'm gonna lose the money. Um, you it, what, but you're gonna feel your heart. <laughs> I mean, right. that's 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 harder to feel than than the pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you don't have this patient, you find another one. You know, another one's gonna walk in. Another another new patient's gonna walk in. Another referral's gonna walk in. But it's harder to feel your heart. And I think that's where when you talk about, it sounds like you were getting burnout. Sounds like you were getting, yeah. you know, bored. And and once you find something that fulfill your heart, you just keep on going.
2: Yeah, it and wasn't then, it wasn't like, boredom had, for me. I was burnt. I was uh-huh. I hated. I hated dentistry. Uh-huh. I st- still have those days. But for the most part now, I think every dentist has those days. But right, I, right, right, right. Yeah. I hated my job to the point where right. my wife was worried about me. Um, and uh, listen, I can just tell you from my personal experience, charitable service turned it around 180 degrees, 180 degrees. I love what I do now because I found, I found a purpose. You know, and I, I, I didn't have that before. I just was getting a paycheck and I was doing well financially. I was always, I've always done well financially. And it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with that, which was so crazy to me because I'd bring home these paychecks where I was like, this is, you know, this is great. This is, listen, financially, this is awesome. Uh, I'm getting paid very well. And you'd think it should have been worth it. The paycheck should have been worth all the crap I was going through day to day, but it wasn't. It wasn't worth it to me, not at all. I still, I would, I would have traded it. I would have traded it for a different job where I was making less money, but I felt better. And with this, what's interesting is that I make more money, and and more more people put their trust in me than ever. And uh, again, it's not about that. It's not the reason why. But it's all, maybe it's all. It probably is. You know, also in my own like uh, the way I carry myself when I like what I'm doing, when I like being there.
1: Right, right. I'm
2: I'm probably a better dentist. I'm probably better able to help someone. I'm probably it's probably easier for me to help someone solve their problems and and get them to accept the treatment that I'm suggesting to them. Uh, Oh my gosh, dentists pay dentists pay so much money to gurus who tell them how to increase your 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 treatment plan acceptance, and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's just not something. That I feel like uh, that I struggle with, and I think patients, When you are coming from a genuine, you just genuinely want to help, man. Mm-hmm. That just comes through loud and clear.
0: Right, right, and and it and it helps when your action goes to what you're saying. Right, definitely. Like, like if, if if you if you tell your patient, I'm a really we're a really caring office, and they don't see much. Even if you use uh, if you even if you you leverage social media, right, right, but all they need to all they need to see is somebody say, "Hey, he gave me a break. Hey, he, he did this for me. He did this for yeah. for my kid. He did this for my school. He did it for my church, right? Yeah. Whatever, whatever amount, whether it's time or money or just like years ago, we we would do. Um, There's an event in the community called Set Up for Life, and uh, it's seniors." And all we do is we just show up to the booth. We, we make a booth. And I just have my staff do a um screening for oral cancer. Yeah. And, and I'm, there, I'm there with the tongue plate because every year we have to go look for the tongue plate so we can participate in the event. We <laughs> a tongue plate and a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of try to do a screening. Hey, maybe why, why don't you come to the office? we give you a free exam kind of thing. But it, it's such a big deal to the patient yeah because sometimes they don't get a chance to go to to the dentist yeah. and 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 if you just you just take a look in their mouth and and you give them a word of assurance or or you advise them um they know that i took off half a day right yeah and, and half, half a day could mean a fair amount of money definitely but the whole the whole office we we are there and and we're chatting and and, and and I never made it about let's go to this event so we can get more patients I, I, I never made it about that it yeah. was more let's go do some free screening for oral cancer
2: well, just getting part and- of the, you know you're getting involved in the community and that's and that's what it's all I mean mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah you're gonna you're make you're putting yourself out there to help other people and so that's a natural recourse of that is that people want to accept your help and they'll come see you the other the last right. I want I want to end. With a couple things, because the other thing that I I, want to mention this, and I want to see, I'm curious to your experience, because I know from talking to other dentists that the resistance to give away free dental work, to do your work for free, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: a lot of people will say, I don't want to do it because then everybody expects it. Everybody's going to expect it from me. When I give someone a crown, they're going to tell all their friends that I gave them a free crown. They're right up to that point. And then all their friends are going to come to me for a free crown. And uh, you may be one of the only dentists I've met who's probably given away more, more dentistry than I have. And I have a, so I have a lot of experience in this, and you do too. That's why I want to get your opinion on this. But I want people to know, dentists and everybody... I have never experienced that one single time, not one time, in all my referrals and all my free work that I've done. Has anyone ever come to me and said, "Well, you did it free for so and so. How about you throw me a bone too?" Not once, not a single time, have I ever experienced that. And I want to know your experience about that, uh, Doctor Latran. What, what have you, have you experienced people? Uh, coming out of the woodworks, demanding free work from you?
0: Nope. Uh, I think I have the opposite where then people come back and then they're going to do work and they want to pay you.
2: That's my <laughs> point. Isn't that amazing?
1: <laughs> that, Isn't that incredible?
0: Yeah. But, but 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 to your point, I think it's all about setting expectations. So, for example, um, let's say I'm doing a free filling for you today, yeah. right? Um, I may see your friend next month, and your friend say, "Oh, Brady told me that I could come here and get a free filling." You know, so because because I set the expectation on that day in the month, that's when I'm doing that work. Yeah, you, you, you see what I'm saying? It's not about you can just come in and just ask for for free things, right? Yeah. So, so that's so if you can set that expectation. Um, for example, when when you, I'm sure when you have a nomination, and you're doing this free this free work, you know, a big case for, for the person you you set the expectation that you know I'm doing this out of my heart. All of the other doctors, whoever collaborating with you, mm-hmm. are doing it out of their heart. Yeah, and we, we want to give you a new life. I mean, you got a, a new mouth, a, a new smile. I'm sure it's going to be a, a new life all over, right? So so we're doing it for you, and. And if I i I personally, from a marketing standpoint, I would probably tell the person, Okay, so you now what I'm gonna ask you is to go out and and do whatever you can to help other people. Right. Right? Kinda kinda like, you know, the spirit of giving, right?
2: You pass it I, along. Uh, I'll do this for yeah, you. Yeah, you
0: pass right, right, right. You go you find
2: someone else who needs something that you yes. can do.
0: Yes, yes. Um and but I, because I already know that person's going to go around and talk about me. You know that Dr. LeTron does this Definitely. great work for me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I, that's expected. Um, but for me, if I know that I made a difference, that's what I. That's what I want, right? Like we, you know, yeah. it, it's funny. In a lot of the industry, we talk about legacy, mm-hmm. and people think about the legacy of. So the dad has an office and passes to the son and the son is going to pass to the grandson, that kind of thing, kind of like a family legacy. Yeah. I think it is so easy to create a legacy of giving.
2: It is. I you agree know, with
0: it, you. It is. It, 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 it's like, it's just so easy. If if you have, if you are known to be the one who say yes, when it's, when it's in alignment with what you believe in, mm-hmm. right, and, and you can do it, it it's... I'm I'm not gonna lose all my money because I help you, that kind of thing. Like you you know your limit. Right. And and you give to whatever you're comfortable with, maybe you stretch a little bit, whatever it is. Um, and and you teach your kids to do that, and you get your staff to do that, you're already creating a a legacy. You could be you could be the first professional in your family and you're creating a legacy. It's so impactful.
2: Yeah, it's so impactful. It's so impactful.
0: Yeah, because the legacy here is the action. It is not. It's not the building. It's not the career. It's the action, and and I want to be known for that. Yeah, and that's amazing. And, and, I, and I'm very proud because my kids, they, they're the same, right? Mm-hmm. They they're always looking for opportunities to help other people. Sometimes I have to kind of pull them back and say, "Hey, yeah, that's I think that's good enough. Go back home
1: and study."
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's. Uh Yeah. It's so important also to share what you do, especially with children, with children. I I feel the exact same way. I want my children to know that I've helped this person out and I didn't have to, and I wanted to. And, uh, uh, you know, we don't get too religious on this podcast either, but I definitely say, I think there are blessings. I think there are things that happen to you personally uh, when you're doing this and and that you will be blessed in your life some people call it karma that's a non-religious uh, way to put it I suppose and people come from different walks of life but when you do good things good things happen to you and that's a principle I believe in I don't I don't know if you have to be religious to believe that but I, mm-hmm. I do think that that's something again it's something that when you try it in practice you realize the power again of right, of, of that right. happening. Before I forget, right. before I forget, we need to do our secret word uh, for the for the episode. Uh, I made people wait. Wow, we're an hour into this. It's so easy to talk to you, Emily. It's so, <laughs> I could talk about this for another hour, no problem. Uh, because it's, and it's so lost on other dentists, on many, many other dentists. Not all, There's there's some really, really good ones out there who also are very like-minded to me and you. So I'm very excited to have met you and and uh Me too. and chat with you about this because i just feel like we are clicking on the same page here and this is just something that uh the more the more times we have these conversations and we get these conversations out there the more Dennis we will recruit to our way of thinking and that's better for communities it's better for our profession it, it helps every single aspect but we got to do a secret word before i forget I forget sometimes. I get in big trouble by my my producer when I do. But we got to do a secret word. And uh, for those just joining us, the secret word, when you email, you got to email the secret word to drilledpodcast at gmail.com. And the first person to email the secret word, once we reveal it, is going to get $500 of free dental work at my office. So, uh, Dr. Latran, would you like to would you like to uh, uh, reveal, do you have a secret word in mind that you could share with us? I would like to give you, I would like to give you the honor of of giving us the secret word. What do you got for us today?
0: Okay, my secret word is gonna be
2: action. Action. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, so email the word action, the drilled podcast at gmail.com, and you could win yourself 500 big ones towards some dental work. Or we also allow you to gift this. So if you want to gift it to somebody else, that is also acceptable. So if you don't need it yourself, but you know someone who might be able to use it, please do so. Um, Dr. Latran, this has been incredible. I, can't, I want to thank you one more time for coming on. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up though. And, you know, I'd like to have you on. A, there's so much more to you uh, you're also a, you're a performance, a high performance coach. So you go, you go into Dennis, Dennis hire you to, to help them figure out the world of dentistry, which is amazing. It's such a responsibility and, and, uh, that's a whole nother topic that we could spend another hour on. So we'll have you back in a future podcast. If you're willing to, to chat again sometime, what do you say to that? Oh,
0: that would be, that, that would be my honor.
2: And I feel like I got a lot to learn from you, uh, honestly and, and, and genuinely. You've been uh, you've been you've been at this for a little longer than I have, and I feel like I'm just a baby Jedi, and you're a uh, you're you're Obi Wan Kenobi teaching me how to teach me how things are supposed to be. Anyway, thank you so much. Stay on the line for me while I while I end this. But uh, for all my listeners, uh, check back with us check back with us next week. We got a whole other topic for you. A whole another $500 to win. And uh, keep listening and subscribing. We appreciate your support. Also, we have an active website now, so DrilledWithDrBrady.com. Also available for donations if you want to support us in that way. That is fantastic. There's some links on our website to do so, and we just appreciate that so much. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.